And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. Three ah! are United States Astro Robots. They come a creature of death. Oh. And they. We have come here to this planet for. One purpose only, to acquire breeding stuff to repopulate our planet. Welcome to Bots, Bugs, and Babes, the B-Movie Podcast. From classic cults and all the cheese in between, the movies are baby. Your entertainment is grade A. And I'm your host, Mr. Jason Giaconetti. And I'm joined once again by my dad, Mr. Al Giaconetti. Yeah, how you doing, Jay? Today we've got a very controversial movie from 1984, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> and we'll get to it right after this. the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Deadly Night was released November 9th, 1984, with a theatrical running time of 82 minutes, but the unrated director's cuts 85 minutes, which is one we think we both watched. It had a box office of 2.5 million. We'll talk more about the money in a second. Your director here was Charles E. Celier Jr. Now, that's a name that none of you probably have any idea unless you were a big fan of the life and times of Grizzly Adams, because that's what he's known for. Literally, nothing else. 
That's he's pretty much he was he did a bunch of TV stuff. Your screenplay is Michael Hickey. Didn't do much else. Story by Paul uh, Cami. Um, there's basically no one in it but Leona Quigley, who's actually a big a big name. Now I'm not saying that people aren't. You know, Levange uh, Chavon, uh, Glimmer McCormick, Tony Nero. Okay, there are other people in it, but there's not a huge star in this movie. There's no Bruce Campbell. There's no nothing that came out of this. And it's funny because the uh, the, the uh, Lillian Chavon. Uh, plays the uh, the mother superior, mm. and and she's the lead. She is the the, the number one, uh, you know, star. Not that I want to say star, but yeah, yeah, she's listed first in the credits. Well, she should be. She has. I mean, she's she's on oh, no, screen. She, you know, yeah, but no, but, she plays no, it pretty right. Yeah. But I'm saying, but like the the uh, the other character is played by three different people because he has to be a little kid. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, kid. okay. So he's physically that that character's on screen more, but he's the kid's not on screen. Um, your distribution was by TriStar Pictures, so. Um, you know, and again, we, we kind of, let's, let's talk about what the elephant in the room here is. There was a lot of controversy about this movie. And if you're like, well, I've never seen this movie. You've definitely seen this poster. It's the, the chimney with Santa's arm hanging off the top with an ax. And it says, you made it through Halloween. Now try and survive Christmas. And man, oh man, did the PTA go ballistic about this, Right. They went. They made there was phone calls. They uh, calling people to, to boycott the movie. It was huge. The controversy alone about this movie is more well known than this movie. Well, you know, and to be perfectly honest, I mean, 1984. This wasn't the first slasher movie ever came out. I mean, you're looking at Halloween six years before, okay. and and the other ones that have come through. So here, I mean, here's 100 percent the issue. The movie Black Christmas, which is the original. People say these the father. Well, it's if. If Psycho's the god, the, the grandfather, right. it's the father of Slash, right? Black Christmas is at a college. The, the killer's not dressed as Santa Claus, whatever. This is literally, the, the, and all the trailers, everything makes it look, It he's in a toy store. There's little kids. The guy's dressed as Santa Claus. Right. He's going to come kill you as Santa Claus. They did not shy away. They knew what they were doing, right? This entire movie is all about how can I make this thing, uh, you know, so uh, push this. So although... Um, it's very similar to the movie called Christmas Evil, which also has a killer Santa Claus. Right. That movie, no one cared about for some reason. And, yeah. and, and okay, to be honest, Christmas Evil is bad. It's not a very good movie. This one, I think, got more play because the people who actually saw it, well, this movie's pretty good. Like, that's the problem. Um, so what happened was the television advertisement for this, which had aired, obviously, during... So they started airing them during Three's Company and Little House in the Prairie. Because <laughs> that's what they did. Right? So I was watching Little House on the Prairie. Right. That's what they did. They did it on Not purpose. You or me. Right. Well, but I'm saying, but they did it on purpose. Yeah. Right? 1984. So Kelly's five years old. She's watching Little House on the Prairie. She probably saw a commercial for this. They did it on purpose. They made sure they ran these things during family-friendly entertainment. <clears throat> because what happened was, oh, my God, you can't do this. We have to stop this. Every child is so afraid of Santa Claus. They're afraid. Okay. So what you did was, without paying for it, you created instant advertising. Exactly. Right? You created that buzz that you couldn't you couldn't pay for that kind of buzz. Right? So you now created a buzz about your movie. The movie, uh, so what happened is, uh, in response, TriStar pulled the ads six days after, they, they started pulling the ads. So um, that was, so by the 15th of November, the movie's out six days, the ads are off TV. Okay. Then they said, okay, this is a lot of controversy. We're getting a lot of heat. They pulled the movie soon after that because it was so much controversy. They were picketing. Right. They were everywhere. It was crazy. And what happened is 
um, it was, I think it was Variety, said, the most protests were generated by feelings that the depiction of a killer in Santa Claus suit would traumatize children and undermine the traditional trust in Santa Claus. And so what happens is Siskel and Ebert ripped this movie a new one. And then I think it was, I'm trying to remember which one it was. One of them um, went on to say that, uh, let me see. So, okay. So Siskel actually said, shame on you. He said, um, all, uh, said that the, all the money the filmmakers were making off this film was blood money, right? Leonard Malton denounced it, called it trash. He goes, what's next? The Easter Bunny as a, as a killer, right? Everyone ripped it apart until you got to the Hollywood Reporter who reported on the actual filmmaking, who said the film was well-made and whatever. But man, so you had uh, Siskel and Ebert, Leonard Malton, every newspaper around the country ripping you a new one. Oh my God, it's so horrible. How can you make this film? How can you do this? How can you do this? How can you do this? And what happened? People are like, we got to see this movie. Gotta see we got to see this movie, yeah. right? Because as soon as you tell people you can't see something, man, they got to see it. So in England, it was never allowed there. It's been, it's, it was banned. It's made one of the video nasties. It never was allowed. It's heavily, they, they, the, they would, they tried as hard as they could to never let it be seen anywhere. It was, it's so funny because in a country where we're so open-minded, quote unquote, about things, people are so worried about a movie, a fake movie, that they're so worried that it's going to undermine everything that's good about this. Yet, right? Like, there's way worse stuff on the news. Right. The thing, Jay, is that, remember, this is, the, you, know, you know, you talk about uh, that this was going to undermine anything. What six-year-old child would an adult take to the movies oh, no, to right, see this? Right. I mean, it's an R-rated movie. First of all, you weren't supposed to be able to get in unless you were accompanied by an adult. Yeah. Okay? The, <clears throat> again, I watched this movie. I mean, I, I, I knew what the premise was, and uh, I've probably seen it you know, uh, uh, once a long time ago. I, I I hadn't seen it in a while. But I'm watching this from a purely professional point of view as to how, uh, the, and the movie does hold, you know, mm -hmm. it holds together quite, quite well all the way through to the end. But give me a break. I mean, you go to the mall right now. Go to the mall. It's, you know, at Christmas time. Go to the mall. And Santa's sitting on, how many kids don't cry? How many kids are scared you know, scared, yeah, yeah, witless right. of the Easter Bunny or a clown. Yeah, I mean, six to ten-year-old kids get scared stiff just looking at somebody who's portraying right. that. But I think here, here it is. It's, it's a bunch. It, see, okay, so it's a bunch of people who were like, "Oh, well, my kids saw an ad on TV, and now they're afraid of Santa Claus." It's a way for them to justify in their mind. Oh no, this is the ultimate right. No, no, wait, the no, ultimate no, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't. This is. You this, you can't be liberal at yeah. this point. This well, is this is the conservative right. Doing well, I'm saying, but it's, but the, but they can justify in their mind now. This is why they're afraid of Santa Claus, which is supposed to be good and all that stuff. Right. And yet, literally, the same argument was made when when the when the original it was on t TV, the TV series. Well, people, kids will be afraid of a clown. It is not made for little kids. It's about right. a, it's about a killer. And then when they made it in the movie theater, both parts. Well, kids will see that. It's not made for kids. There are kids in peril. That's why it's supposed to be like that. Like horror movies are, okay. So a lot of people feel horror movies are now too mainstream. They're too accepted. They're not. There's literally not. There's literally people who are trying to get horror movies still banned. Okay. So are movies that are too 
Yes. Are there horror movies now that are made for the more general public that are toned way down? There's no nudity. There's no killing. There's no blood. It's not a horror movie really anymore. I mean, you know, the problem is, is that we, we now have kind of nowadays, if you look back at this thing, you're like, okay, I'm looking at this stuff here. I'm like, if I want to watch a hard R rated movie, this is pretty tame. Yeah. For, but for 1984, there was too much. People just didn't, cause you, cause, cause things hadn't, remember you have a psycho is considered to be the grandfather of all this, right? In psycho, there's you never see you, the you see the blade come to the body, but you hear the stabbing sounds. Your mind fills it all in, and everyone says psycho. Oh my god, the psycho has so much killing in it. No, there's really nothing there. There's chocolate syrup going down a drain, and your mind tells you it's blood, but it's chocolate syrup. Right. You never see the knife enter her body. You just hear the stabbing sounds. You see her. You hear her screaming. You see the hand, but you never see it being stabbed. So fast forward you know, a number of years, get to Test Chance on Massacre, a movie that's near bloodless. But it's considered to be one of the most gross, disgusting movies of all time. Why? Well, that scene where he cuts her apart. There's no scene in that entire movie. Well, there's a scene where he takes a chainsaw it's, it's to all her. Implied. Yeah, he never. You you hear the chainsaw. Yeah. You hear her screaming. You hear her scream when the hook is supposedly slammed into her. But you never see it. Well, she's hanging on a hook, but the hook's not even. There's no blood. The blood in that movie is literal, real blood. She falls down and skins her elbow. Right. She's really bleeding, right? Kind of thing. Like, but there's no blood there. It wasn't until, even in Halloween, there's not a lot of blood. There's some nudity in Halloween, but there's no real blood. And what happens? It wasn't until you got to the movies, like the Friday 13th, and then later on in the Nightmare movies and stuff. That's where they started kind of amping it up. My Bloody Valentine, Graduation Day, where they started saying, eh, let's turn this up more, turn it up more. That's where this came in. If this had not been Santa Claus here, this would be a movie that no one would remember and who cares about. But because it was as killer Santa Claus... That's what got it notoriety and makes it a cult movie. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just saying, you know, it's it's I just mean, yeah. think about this. I mean, I grew up in the in the, in the in the in the 50s and the 60s. If this movie had come out in the 50s, no, couldn't. No, but it, no, but if it had come out even as an underground movie in the 50s, you would have had the Catholic Church would have been on the condemned oh, yeah. list. Okay, they would have. But but again, when when I'm I'm nine and ten years old and I go to church on Sunday, what am I what am I wait as before the 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 mass before us is is coming out. We're sitting in the in the in the vestibule, and we're looking at all of the uh, the literature that's on the wall. What are we reading? We're reading all the movies on the condemned list. Jeez, we can't go see that. But look at this. This look at this. Look at this. And but again, the mores of the fifties would this would have been uh, they wouldn't have been able to make it. No. But we're now nineteen eighty four. We are probably at least eight to ten years into slasher movies that that are that were that are just as gruesome. In, in their respects is this. They, again, if, if I still say this, there is no way that any child could see this, but because the, the, uh, the reviewers, whether they were Pete parents or whatever, made a big festoosh about this, it becomes a cult classic. Yeah. And now you've got to see it. And even if you were 10 years old in 1984, or like you were six years old in 1984, when you got old enough, I see it. You had to see, had it. To see it. Had to see it. Had to see it. Because again, it has this. Well, okay, so I remember this. <clears throat> I remember the, the 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 on the news, the parents up in arms. Right. How dare they do this Santa Claus? And they show that footage. You can watch. It's all yeah. on the DVD. And I was like, man, I was like, I remember saying to Luke, Luke, going, oh, killer Santa Claus. I was like, man, I wonder if we're gonna see this. I wonder if we're gonna see this. And Luke, and you know, kind of like, I don't. Dad's not really into those kind of movies. But I'm like, this looks like I want to find out what it's because I wanted to know because it's like, oh, okay, so I can't see it, like. Yeah. 
does he re- is it re- is it is it really Santa Claus killing people? Is it a guy in a suit killing people? Like because we knew what movies were. We're not stupid, but what I'm saying it's like but like even when I watched this back, I did it the afternoon Haley and Kelly weren't home uh, because I just didn't know how Haley would react to the movie. Not that she doesn't know it's because she knows it's fake. Like she literally, there's nothing we're watching on TV that's real. Even even stuff that's real, she knows that reality TV it's fake. It's all scripted. It's fake, right? But I just didn't know how she'd react to some of the scenes in here um, because there is she, she she well I mean we don't let her see like obviously obviously there's, there's sex scenes and stuff like that we avoid that stuff with her because that's just not stuff that she needs to be seeing at the age of you know of eight nine years old right so there are I mean there's the, the almost the kind of rape scene in the movie and stuff like that that are but the, I wasn't worried about her with the Santa Claus killing people. I'm more worried about the other stuff that goes around right. it. Yeah. And if you said to me the parents were upset because, well, they show a scene of a rape happening. Okay, I could understand. You don't want kids to see rape. I get that. But to say that this is a problem because it's a uh, – okay. So the problem is if John Wayne Gacy was a serial killer now, it would be all over the place. John Wayne Gacy dresses – he was a he was a clown at children's parties and he murdered people. Like, right. you know, But no one wants to talk about those things. But yet – you literally, and this this is the scariest part to think about. People who hate these movies still to this day that they hate these movies. You know what they really like? Those uh, you know, next on A and E, they're going to show you like here's the most grisly murder scene of all time. Oh, it's a real murder. Like that's okay with you? Yeah. I don't watch those things like the Anatomy of a Murderer or whatever. I don't want to know about that stuff. Wait, what's one of the most popular shows on TV today? Uh, Law and Order SVU. Well, yeah, and, uh, no, it's, no, yeah, but, yeah. but I mean, there's no graphic stuff in here. But I mean, but it's, it's all, all sex crimes. It's all sex crimes. Yeah. Right? It's the worst, most horrific stuff possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's children getting raped. It's, it's all this and, horrible and, stuff. And the thing is, I mean, I've been oh. watching the, 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 the seasons as they, they progress on right. in the afternoon. And as each year, it gets amped up. Now they no longer just hint at things, they actually say it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, but again, I know things have changed. And I know now in, in 2019, you know, almost 2020. Uh, you know, people feel like, oh, well, we've, we've evolved and whatever. And yet here we are reading Rue Morgue and, and uh, Horror Hound and everything else. And they're talking about how they want to ban these movies and get these movies taken away. And it's like, OK, well, you know, you know what I, I, what I wonder? I mean, we didn't. We, I, I we, didn't. we have to talk about the movie still. Yeah, I know. Well, so, the movie, yeah. well, one last thing. I wonder how this movie uh, went over in Europe because it didn't. Uh, it, I know it didn't. I mean, no, it didn't go England, in Britain. England didn't allow it. Right. But it I mean, didn't go over well in Europe either. Yeah. Very, very little, if any. Yeah. They. It, Literally, it made two and yet, and it made two and a half million dollars in three weeks, yeah. and then it closed. And yet, and yet, when you think of Europe and and uh, and as being the, the Europeans are more progressive than the, okay, they're more progressive Americans. with sex and nudity. Right, right. they're less progressive with violence, yeah. and that's why literally the world looks at America as just a gun-toting, inbred right, right. hillbilly hicks, and we look at the rest of the world as being uh, unsophisticated. Like they're morons compared to us, and it's like. This is the problem, guys. Like they yeah. look at us like, well, we love violence, like because we allow violence on television, we allow violence in our movies, but yeah, we don't really allow a lot of having people naked and having sex. And over there, they're like, oh, let's have all the people have naked and having sex. It's like, what are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. But anyway, let's talk about the, the movie. movie. Yeah. So in 1971, five-year-old Billy Chapman and his family go to visit a nursing home where his catatonic grandfather stays. When Billy remains alone with him for a few minutes, his grandfather suddenly awakens and tells Billy. How he has to be afraid of Santa Claus as he gives presents only to the children who have begun all year, but punishes those who have been naughty, no matter how briefly. Okay. So that scene, uh, when the grandfather snaps it, that's what I was afraid, Haley. Like something like that would scare her. Sure. Because it's yeah. unnerving to me. I know it's coming. Yeah. He's not, pretty intense. Now, the thing is, is that, <laughs> you know, it, 
But while they're going there, the mom the mom tells the, the, the little Billy that he's going to get a big surprise for Christmas. I mean, that was the portent of things to come, right, in, right. The, in the car. But the they, problem was she they, says but they, that. But, but they're in the, 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 it's the Utah mental yes. facility, right? Shot on location. Now, the, the, <laughs> the, I guess the doctor wants to talk to – now, she's also carrying probably about a, a, a six-month-old baby yeah, in her Ricky. arms. Yeah, yeah And – so she, she, so the doctor says to the to her and and the husband, I need to talk to you alone. Now, when everybody come when 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 the, when the family comes in and and the father is there and he's in a catatonic state, he looks scary just because yeah. his 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 eyes are blank. He's yeah. got this yeah. this, this I don't want to say a grin on his face, but it's just a sneer. And yet they leave the six year old boy. You stay here with grandpa, and we're going to go inside. The boy is. He's nervous to begin with, yeah. right? Well, and he's also very nervous that he won't get home in time for Santa Claus. For Santa Claus. He's he's very agitated about everything. But to have, but yeah. to have, you know, why do you, I mean, again, I, okay. I know you why. You have they, to leave it there. You have to leave yeah, it there. Yeah. But you know what, though? That when he snaps out and you're like, whoa, like that's a pretty intense scene within the first five right. minutes of this movie. And it kind of hits you. The funny part is, to me, when the mom, and I, I caught this later on when I got older, when the mom says, well, you're going to get a big surprise. If that movie was made today, she would turn to the husband and wink and like be like, wink, wink, like they're going to have sex later kind of thing. Like literally she says it to him and the dad's like, I'm just driving a car, like has a completely oblivious that there's and the mother is literally holding the baby on her lap. Nothing screams 1971 like car seats. eh, We don't need them. There's a kid, just a, a baby on her lap. I don't think she's wearing a seat belt. I don't think. I mean, the car is the size of a boat. Like it's just so, well, yeah, it's a typical seventy-one. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, but she's and, not. It's not like the baby's in a car seat and safe. She literally just hanging on his lap. Yeah, and Billy's reading uh, the night before Christmas in the back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so um, uh, gives the presents. Okay, okay. Um, then so, they leave. Okay, no, see, so yeah, then they leave. Okay. So while driving back, so they're driving back. We cut to a criminal dressed in a Santa outfit who robs a liquor store and shoots the clerk. Now. That clerk had plenty of opportunity to get that shot off. He never gets the shot off. Like he gets shot and then shot again and then shot in the head. And he couldn't get he could have got that shot off three different times, which is the which is, makes me a little frustrated there. Seemingly, so where were we? Uh, the Sam who robs the liquor store and kills the clerk. So they come up the road, and that's where the mom says, I see something up there. I always oh, something. And he appears to have car trouble. And it's a guy, and it's a good it's the Santa outfit. And he goes, he must, and the dad says he must be on his way to a party, but there Billy's asleep in the back, right? So they pull over. So he pull over to get to help. So uh, it happens. Obviously, is uh, you know the thing comes to the window and he goes, "You have to in trouble." Not really. And he pulls the gun on him. The wife screams. Billy wakes up. He floors it. Now this guy gets off two shots and he manages to kill the dad. Dad, right? Right. He shoots him through the windshield, which is pretty impressive. Compare considering he's only using a nine millimeter. Like I mean, it's not. He's not. He's not a hunting rifle. He's got a nine millimeter. Puts two right through the windshield. Kills the dad. The car goes, skids off the road, right? And now you know nothing good's going to happen now. Yeah. He's just murdered the dad in cold blood. He just murdered the store clerk for $31, right? Nothing good is going to happen here, right? Um, and so what happens, obviously, uh, so the, 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 the Santa Claus criminal shoots the father with the pistol. And then, so then, the, so Billy runs and the mom, instead of locking the door, Gets ripped out of the car. Now, thankfully, she doesn't bring the baby with her. So yeah, but what, that, okay, the baby's we'll get, on the seat. She we'll puts get, the baby yeah, down. Okay. You see her put the baby, the baby down because yeah. she's, she's trying to close the other door. But instead of locking her door and then grabbing the other door, she goes to grab the other door, puts the baby down. So he rips her out of the car. And now this is where 
if you want to say, oh, this is where things could have been really bad, he rips open her blouse. And again, most of this is cut in the – because you and I watched the 85-minute version. You can right. tell. When you watch the, the – because there is no master for the 85-minute version. There's only the original whatever. The theatrical. The, yeah, the theatrical one that they remastered in 4K. And then they have – I don't know what – they did the best they could, but it's a degraded VHS they had of this thing, right? Right. And you can clearly tell the difference. So when you're watching this scene and he's on top of her and you're like, whatever, like, it looks like he's going to rape her. Like, literally, this looks like it's going to be a rape scene. And here's Billy who ran from the car and he's now watching his mother, we think is going to get raped. So what happens? He rips open her blouse. She slaps him. So he kills her. He gets peed. Yeah. yeah. And then he cuts her throat. Right? And at this point, you're like, okay, we've now been into this movie 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah. We've seen... A, uh, a catatonic grandfather come back to life and scare this child to death. We've now watched a dad get shot in the head, a mother who's carrying a baby get ripped out of a car, her blouse ripped open. And again, most of the nudity in that scene is cut from the 82-minute version. But it means her, she's fully her fully topless. Well, she's got her blouse ripped open. You can see her breast, right? He slits her throat, and now he's coming to kill a kid. You are not safe in this movie. There's nothing safe about this. Yeah. And then, so, they, then they fade to black. No, so what happens then? But Ricky's crying. So he turns back to the car. Well, he's not going to kill the baby. Well, see, that's I. That's and what I'm I. Like, oh my that's God. what I thought he was going to do. <laughs> yeah. Because then they fade to black, and it's now three years later. Right. And and I think that's that's again. If you had said people saw that part and got outraged and I mean, left, yeah, like, okay. Right. But literally, people were getting mad about a commercial, getting mad about a poster. They didn't even know it was in the movie. Now that part of the movie is pretty disturbing. Right. Right. You're thinking like, because when it fades to black, you're like, because again, they fade and they come up three years later. So it kind of fills you in quickly. You think, wait, did he kill? Did he, did Billy get away? Did he murder the baby? What happens? And then you learn quickly that Ricky is there. Yeah, they're at, they're at an orphanage. Right. And you, but you learn Ricky's there because he, he says, leave your brother alone. Like, oh, okay. The baby didn't die. Because if you kill the baby in that scene, I mean, we're talking like, that's like Hills Have Eyes. Where people came unglued, where they're going to eat a baby, like they're murdering, they they, they murder the mother, they murder whatever, and they take going to eat the baby, right? This, you you now have okay, this guy is you know is now killed the clerk, the dad, the mom. He doesn't find Billy for whatever reason. I mean, it couldn't have been that hard. He wasn't hiding that well, and he doesn't kill the baby. So at least there, maybe there's some. Well, but you level. don't know he didn't kill. No, the baby. you do once you get to the orphanage, because then Billy's doing stuff. You know, it's Billy. And then, and then they say, and then, and then Billy gets in trouble. And he said, "Ricky, leave your brother alone." He's, the, the, they say, and he goes, well, "What?" And then he goes, "Your brother's a psychopath." Like that. Like remember when he's, like, he draws the picture of Santa Claus uh, ripping the head off the reindeer in the class? They, Ricky, they say to him, "Your brother's crazy." He's, no, he's not. Like it clearly is his brother. There's no other kid. No, but the, but again, he's five, and the baby was six months old. There's, there's the, the at the three orphan, years later, yeah, yeah, but three years later, so now he's he's eight. And the baby is three. Or, no, no, it's supposed to be four. No, Ricky, that's his younger brother. That's the baby. So he, maybe he's not six months old. Maybe he's supposed to be a year. Maybe I don't know, Dad. Like again, you're you're you're, ho you're what's holding this together is the idea that these people have continuity for age of children, right? Ricky is there. That one of the kids says, "Your brother's a psychopath," and he goes, "Why don't you leave him alone?" And that's the whole point. Is Ricky's yeah. there with him because Ricky's at the end. That's the kid at the end. Okay, and I missed yeah, that. that. I, yeah. no, I definitely missed that because I. Maybe I'm focusing on the on the scenes before because when he gets to the orphanage, I must have missed that. Yeah, because they, they don't they don't have a lot of interaction. But he says, because um, then Mother Superior says, uh, and he comes down, 
you know, something about, you know, let's, you know, go, go, right, he goes, come, you know, Billy's here, okay, go by your brother, like, it's all about your brother, he, he mentions it a couple of times to establish that Ricky is there, because Ricky has to be there, Dad, because yeah. the end of the movie do not make sense without Ricky, so, anyway, so now they're at the orphanage, and Billy is having all kinds of problems, because he's fine all year until you get towards Christmas, where he starts acting out and being very violent, and Mother Superior, who, to be honest with you, is the villain of this movie. Like, I know everyone's like, well, how about the guy who's like Santa Claus killing people? Yeah, but she's the villain because she's evil well, the, the, in the way that nuns are evil. Well, I got to say, so, remember, I went I to the Catholic school too, Dad. No, 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 no. But you, I you had to, brothers. I had, no, I had nuns. No, 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 no. When I was in grammar school at the Immaculate Conception, we had um, Mother Rosaria was the, the principal of the school. And she was the old battle axe. And I mean, you had uh, what was her name, Sister Sister uh, Christopher? Sister Christopher, so when you went to high school. Yeah. I mean, when I went to high school, it was brothers. But this woman, that's that Lillian uh, Chauvin. Yeah, I mean, she has a great part. Oh, she's she, awesome. She, but she reminded me of what it was like to be in in a Catholic grammar school. Yeah, and because if you were bad. You went down to the principal's office, or you bent over the thing, and you got whacked yeah. with the with either the the big paddle or with the cat of nine tails, and that's exactly what happens here. Yeah. I mean, it well, she's that, using a belt. Yeah, she's whooping him with a belt. But this, but yeah. this, look, at least he wasn't. He didn't have his pants down. Yeah, he, had, yeah. he still had his pants. I mean, well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, but she's whooping. I mean, again, it's not. She's not really hitting him, but like. I mean, there's whatever they're hitting. It's pretty loud. The, the Foley guy was pretty good, and you you believe that his butt hurts when he's done. Yeah. So um. So okay. So that we're so they're Ricky. Well, but that but before that happens, before, yeah, before he gets it. that, he 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 hears a, he he's traumatized about Christmas, and he hears he hears sounds in the well. He's okay. No, he's yeah. traumatized about Christmas, and he draws the picture in class of Santa right. Claus cutting their head off the and reindeer. He's, he's, he yeah. gets in trouble, so he's he staying in his room. Yeah. And then the the younger uh, nun. Yeah, says you've been in your room long enough. Let's get dressed. Come on downstairs. Yeah. Sister we'll Margaret, we'll, we'll play in, in the snow. And when he goes out, in goes out into the hallway, he hears the moans, and then he he winds up finding out where the moans are coming from. Peeks through the the keyhole and sees what I'm assuming is either a priest and one of the nuns. No, no, they're older kids. Older kids. Older okay. kids. Older older kids. Old. I first had thought. Because I, when I first when I first saw this movie, every day I'm like, "Tell me, there's nuns and priests having sex here? Right. This, is, this movie's really controversial." No, it's older kids because they get beat by Mother Superior. Right. She whoops them. She takes the belt and starts whooping them both. And that um, and that brings that brings the, the nightmare back for Billy when the mother gets uh, when yeah, the yeah. mother gets it right. So uh, okay, so obviously, so what happens is now we get to the point where um, Mother Superior talks about children who misbehave uh, must be punished, and that punishment is good. And so, but again, you're setting that in motion here, a child who has clear emotional problems and, you know, whatever detachment issues and everything else he's got. And now she's telling him that punishment is necessary and good. So his whole life is believing that punishment is something that has to occur. Has to occur. Right. I mean, and she's doing this for everybody's benefit. I mean, she, she honestly believes yeah. that the, the yin and the yang of good and bad has got a middle. Yeah. 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 So, um, where are we? So on, okay. So. We're trying to get. So this is when uh, Christmas morning, um, he, she invites the man, the guy, to be Santa Claus, and that's when he uh, she drags Billy in to sit in his lap, and he punches him square in the face, and then runs away. And Wait, they, uh, he slugged the guy right in the face. I mean, and again, <laughs> how many times have I? If we've been to the mall, yeah, that there are little kids that are screaming and yelling, 
And I guarantee you that whatever Santa Claus, whatever whatever mall you're in or wherever he yeah. is, sooner or later, some one of those kids is going to slap him in the face. This was a realistic yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and so he, he flees to his room in horror because he's very, he, and he's afraid and he knows there's punishment coming. And that's when that part ends. It ends with Mother Superior walking in the door. You hear he's in terror in the corner and it opens the door yeah. and that's when it cuts to 10, Ten years, years later. later. And so that, now, yeah, now, now Billy is, is, a, is a teenager. Yeah, so now we're in the spring of 1984. Now a fully adult 18-year-old Billy leaves the orphanage to live a normal life and obtains a job as a stock boy at the local toy store um, after Sister Margaret kind of finagles her way into making right. him say, yes, I'll take him. And now he looks like a model teenager now, right? Yeah. He plays, I, he's, I'm saying, I, I, when I saw that, I said, now he's a model teenager. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's, <laughs> but he's huge. Yeah, he's right. a tall kid. He's big. He's ripped. ripped. You know, kind of like, so... Um, at the store, he develops. Um, so, at the store, he develops a crush crush on coworker Pamela. Um, he even winds up having uh, a dream sexual thoughts about her regarding. And yeah. then, what happens? Of course, it turns into, you know, someone trying to murder her and him, and because that's what him to him, sex is linked to murder. Sex is linked to punishment. Um, so, obviously, as you know, he's working in the store and he's been a model employee on Christmas Eve, um, or right around Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, but right around Christmas time, the Santa Claus gets yep. to get sick. So they force him to become Santa, and now he's maybe the worst Santa ever. But, yet, um, but, yet, but yet the kids, he's like, I didn't understand. The girl is fighting him, and he's like, just moving. Like, and it's just like, didn't anyone notice how mean he is? Like, oh, no. You, no. I, the, the parents are, are – the girl is sitting maybe 10, 15 feet away yeah. from the parents, and he's telling the girl – Don't know, be naughty. Don't be, you know what I mean? So she gets scared, and now she takes the uh, the gift or whatever. The whatever, candy game and whatever, yeah. And, she, and the mother says – Boy, isn't he great? Right. And I'm like, <laughs> he knows how to discipline them. Yeah. I'm like looking at this guy going, your children are terrified. Like, well, okay. No, again, I understand 84 different times, but still. Um, so on Christmas Eve, the employees, uh, the employee who plays, the, okay, we got that, is injured. He, okay, she's not, he's not sick. He's injured. He breaks his leg and there's no, um, of course, Mr. Sims has no option but to put Billy in the costume. Anyway, so Billy, who still dresses Santa Claus. At the Christmas party, now the Christmas, the, 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 it's snowing outside, of course, because it can't not be snowing. And uh, it's Christmas Eve, and, and at seven o'clock, they close the store and they pull out all the booze they possibly can have. Yeah, right, but the, but again, at this point, Billy has been in the costume. Other than the, the little the, the scene that we see him telling the girl to be good, he's all not, day. He's all day. He's not. He's not off the deep end yet. No, he's he's, he's still, pretty. He's pretty upset, he's but he's not upset, yet. But he but he's 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 hanging into it pretty good. Yeah. So. Um, where are we? So the store's Santa Claus. Okay, so uh, Mr. Sims. Okay. After the store closes, the staff has a holiday party. Billy, still dressed in his Santa Claus outfit, tries to have a good time at the party, but he keeps having memories of his parents' murder, causing him to feel depressed. And he even says that to Sims. I'm thinking of my parents. And he's like, right. well, that's good. He goes, they're dead. Oh, well, that's bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> so um, at one point, he sees his coworker, Andy, who is an absolute POS, right. um, who has been a jerk to him, a little sawed-off piece of crap he is, right? And he, And he's making out with Pamela. And they go into the back room. So this causes Billy. Now, this is where the extended scenes kind of, you understand where they cut them for time, for pacing. But I think it works much better with the extended scenes in here. Because yeah. you start seeing Billy becoming more They mad. start to turn again. Yeah. He's starting, like, like in, in, in the actual cut, the 82-minute cut of the movie, it's like, they go in the back, Billy's there. It's like, whoa, what? The guy went from being totally okay to, like, he's kind of, a, you know, like, now he's yeah. ready to murder people. Right? But you watch him become, you know, less and less... Um, you know, able to like deal with this. He walks in the back and what happens is now Andy's being the, the piece of crap he is. 
He rips Pamela's blouse open. He's trying to rape her. Like, literally, nothing good is happening. Billy comes in, and Billy strang- he, Billy pulls him off, and they yep. kind of tussle, and he strangles him with the lights, yeah, which is Christmas the best. Lights. Well, but it's very Jason Voorhees. Yep. Okay? He wraps the lights around his throat, and then he physically, he doesn't pull him up with them. He grabs him and hangs him in the air. So he hangs him with the Christmas lights because he's strong enough to hold him in the air. And what happens? Pamela's like, you're a psychopath. She starts losing her crap at I him. Mean, that, that's, that, that was one of the things. I mean, <laughs> two minutes before, you're she's begging for your, your life. Yeah. She's upset. And now, you know, I really wanted it. Yeah. No, but I don't think she wanted to get raped. I no, think but she's, she's mad he murdered him. But she didn't say, oh, my God, what did you do? Oh, my God, you're a psychopath. Right. Like, you killed him. Not... Okay, like I'm really in trauma. I'm in shock here because I almost got raped. And oh my god, you killed him! And oh my god, what's going on? No, you're 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 horrible. So he Boy. guts her with the with the oh. box cutter. Now yeah. think about that scene. Think about the parts that are in the movie in the 4K restoration and 4K look, and then the parts that look very grainy, like a VHS tape. There's nothing ever shown. He goes into her, and it cuts away. And then we, and, and then it, it cuts the, the the film goes to that old look, and he's going right up from he's cutting her belly button right through her her breast. He's gonna gut her, and I'm like, wow, that was a a really effective scene that sat on the cutting room floor for a lot of years, right? So um, he kills her with a utility knife, right, and then uh, and then starts muttering, "Punishment is good," right, and that punishment is good. So now you have. Uh, Mr. Sims, who is lit, and Mrs. Randall, who is also lit. Um, so Sims comes walking in the back to check what's going on because he heard a noise. Because this is the this is the old dark house. I heard a noise. Where's the cat? You know, kind of thing, right? Billy, um, and where is he? So he hits him. He hits him with a claw hammer right in the head, and just caves in his head, and he falls in the boxes, right? Which is left in the movie, yeah, right? Because that part's in, and he falls. Okay. Yeah, that, and the Mr. Simpson, he's, he's, he's hammered more ways than one. Well, he's, he's really, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Billy turns off the store lights, which causes Miss Randall, who's the store manager, to come back. She screams when she sees Mr. Sims's corpse and tries to call the police. But Billy takes the double bit axe, the double-sided axe there, and slams it through the cord. And now we have where Billy's stalking her. And some of those scenes are in there and some of them aren't. And I, I wonder why they cut some of that scene. It really builds the tension well where he's trying yeah. to find her. If you look, what's cut there, the little scenes are cut, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why you would cut that? There's nothing graphic in it. There's nothing there. It's just him hunting her. I don't know. Maybe it was cut because they felt it didn't fit well or whatever well, it might have been. Might have, again, he, it, it, takes him, it takes him about a minute but I'm to, saying to find like, her. Yeah. But, again, but, it, but, it, but it builds the suspense yeah. of him finding I mean, her. It's not, like, it's not like you got a three-hour movie that you want to cut down That's what I'm two saying. hours. Yeah. yeah. This is 82 to 85, 85 yeah. to 82. So um, that's when Mrs. Randall uh, sets him up. With the hat on top of the box, he comes around. She knocks box on him. She goes to the front door, and then she's she just takes. She grabs the axe and is going to break out the window. He goes, "Stop!" And she's like, "Looks back. Don't look. Just smash windows, lady." She stops, and then she sees. Oh no! And she rears back, and he puts a bow. He shoots a bow oh. right through her with a bow and arrow, which is great. And I'll be honest with you, the movie could have kind of ended there with like that kind of killing. Like, okay, that was pretty intense kind of killing. But what's going to happen now is that now Billy's like, "Oh, I'm gonna." Tear open the door, and I'm going to go kill some more yeah, people because rampage. I'm not quite done murdering people. Yeah. And this is where this movie, I think, takes its kind of um, why why this movie has been remade at least once, if not technically twice. Why there are sequels? Because if it had ended there, 
all right, you kind of had a shootout with the police, whatever. It would kind of be like, eh, it's no big deal. This is where I think the movie kind of like takes to the next level and becomes much better than it could have. It's better than it should be, put it that way. This movie's better than it should be. Because now when he goes out, you're like, okay, where's he going to go? And you're like, oh, the orphanage. And immediately your mind thinks the orphanage. He doesn't go to the orphanage first. We now cut to Leona Quigley, who is the name you know from this movie, because right. we all know her as the dancing in the cemetery naked in uh, uh, Return of the Living Dead. And what is she here? Mostly naked. Uh, and she's making out on top of a pool table with her boyfriend. Yeah. Right? And there's the little girl who calls down, go back to your room. Oh, I got to let the cat in. That's when she she has to let the I cat in. I mean, it's Christmas Eve. There's no... There's no you don't know if the mother and father must be at a party. Yeah, because she's there. And see, this is where this is what I would would, would I, not that it bothered me. There was there was no reason to have this there. No, no. The, the gratu oh. All these gratuitous sex scenes they were needed to sell tickets, probably because that's yeah. Because if if any teenager went to see, hey, we got naked women here. Yeah, there's a lot of naked women in this movie. Yeah. Well, but Leona Quigley is known for getting naked. That's what she's known. For. Yeah, but I mean, but mm, but it, yeah. but it, but it, it gets kind of ridiculous. <clears throat> When she's she, she's well, she's this, naked, she, but, I mean she's got a she's got she's topless. She tries to let the cat in. No, no, but that that, that the okay, front door that that gets me because she puts on a pair of cut off jeans, jeans. that if it was the summertime, I get. There's no way right, that's what she's walking around in. Right, and then she doesn't bother putting on a t shirt or a sweatshirt or anything. Right, she opens the front door. Opens with, the with, front with, door. With the two feet of snow outside. Right, that's two feet of snow. But now she's got what's going on? It's just the headlights are on. She's fully <laughs> exposed to everybody. Right. And that's where, so you're expecting, you open the door, okay, whatever. So, um, you know, so she plays Denise, and Tommy's her boyfriend, right? Um, and Cindy's the little girl who's sleeping upstairs. This is when he bursts through the door. Like, he just explodes the door, right? And Tommy's downstairs with the music on, acting like a moron, because he pretty much is a moron. And this is why this movie has, <laughs> to this day, so... For those of you who don't know this, every Christmas day, I wear the exact same shirt. And they're like, the oh, same shirt? Like, yes, I literally wear it one day. It's this shirt. It is the shirt from this movie. It is Billy as Santa Claus with double-sided axe swinging it at you. It's a fright rag shirt. And what's on it is Leona Quigley impaled on the deer with the word censored across her breast. And literally, I wear that every single Christmas. And every Christmas, there's pictures of me with that shirt on. Everyone's dressed up. And I'm wearing usually a T-shirt and shorts. Yeah, and you and know, when... When 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 she gets impaled on the uh, on the well, it's the, all cut up. So the thing is, if you watch again, what what they show in the movie, they imply yeah, your right. mind fills in probably way worse than that. I mean, yeah. it's really well done. But you know, the thing is, this is this is another another one of the. I'm sure that the Catholic Church was up in arms. Oh my God! Yeah, the way she's the way she's splayed out on she that looks thing, like Christ. Looks yeah. like Jesus Christ. Yeah, the arms out, the yep. blood coming down. Her feet are are, are laid across. I guarantee you, that's done on purpose. Then. Yeah, guarantee. Oh no, I think and, so. and 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 it's the as, as you because he, he he puts her up there and there's and there's a lot of struggle. You can see there's a lot of nudity in the parts where it's like all like clearly cut. The parts where it's not cut, there's less nudity. There's like a little bit here and there, but you don't see most of her breasts aren't exposed. He puts her on. There's her breast in full view. This is definitely cut. The horns pierce right, right through underneath her, and now they're underneath her breast and they're coming out. And you're like, so what's happening here is again, it's it's you can you can use all your metaphors for. The idea of penetration and all that stuff that all the slash movies have to have and this male fantasy and his misogyny, all this stuff, great. You can take all that and whatever. It's literally, he's a psychopath slamming her onto a de a buck, not a deer, because a right. deer wouldn't have right. antlers. Uh, and he's impaled her. And that scene is so famous, so famous. In fact, they made ornaments of it a couple of years ago from Fright Rags, which were very hard to get <laughs> our hands on. I think it was Fright Rags. If I'm wrong, Ben, if I'm wrong, let me know. But, uh, um, but very famous scene that that is... 
And it, it literally was a tree ornament, and it's her on a deer head with the word censored across her breast. Because that was on releases of the movie, like when they put out things or whatever, that was the thing. It just said censored right across her because the movie was one of the most censored and you know controversial movies. And if you're going to be controversial, put it out there, you know, kind of thing. The original poster is outstanding, but the new, the stuff they put out in artwork later on, yeah. put it out there. So that's when, uh, what's his name? That's when uh, Billy comes upstairs and he's pretty useless. Um, although he does kick him in the groin and, uh, you know, uh, you know, he kind of he kind of puts it over a little, but not so much, and then chucks him out the window, right? And what happens when you find him later on the lawn? He's got a piece of glass, glass right through him, and it went in his eye. Oh man, he is messed up. So, um, and at this point, not, at, yeah. at this point, as the movie goes on, it's obvious now that Billy's killing spree has oh, been sorry. discovered. Billy is the I, I called him Billy. Tommy's the boyfriend. He got thrown oh, out the window. Billy right. threw him out the window. So, the, but the, wait, we haven't got that far yet. Now the little girl comes, Santa, oh, oh. and he's got an axe in his hand. Oh. And he goes, have you been good? Yes. All year? Yes. yes. Okay. And he hands her the box, cutter. the box cutter covered in blood. And the little girl's reaction is like, what is this? Like literally like, I think I asked for a rainbow bright. I don't <laughs> think I asked for a box cutter. Like not so much that there's a box cutter covered in blood she's handed. I think she's like, mm, I didn't really ask for this though. Oh, just real quick. Before we go any further. For those of you who are toy buffs, like all of my friends and stuff, and for those of you who love the toys that made stuff, watch this movie. Just look at the shelves. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, my yes. God. Job of the Hut yeah. uh, playset. The the amount of money on these shelves. Huh. The the costumes alone. Yes. And the walls. I, I, that's what. That's oh, one of the, that, that's one of the That's one of the notes I wrote down. Sorry. I said, oh. I said, this reminds me of Christmas Day in, oh. in 1994 between oh, you not, and not your brother. I mean, 84, 84 between yeah. you and your yeah. brother. Oh, my God. The, the, the G.I. Joe. The G.I. Joe and the Star Wars stuff and, and, and just the Barbie. Like, it, they're real toys. It's not like Toy Store. Right. This is real. Yeah. Real toys. Oh, man. It was, I don't know. It just was something else to see that. But anyway, so um, now you were saying Billy's discovered. Yeah, his killing spree has, has been discovered. And I think, and because what happens is uh, the... The, the, the nun who sister Margaret sister Margaret um, realizes that um, you know if he had if he was dressed as the as a Santa Claus it's going to make him traumatized we don't see that uh, we don't see her uh, get going to the police but it's obvious now because the the uh, the the, uh, the the cop cars are are now patrolling looking yeah. for Santa yeah well and that's when they find the Santa going up the ladder, ladder. and they break into the house and, guns that's, and that's a red herring yeah, of course, because it's, yeah. it's, the, it's the dad. The little girl recognizes her dad immediately. Um, but that's and they almost get they almost shoot them. They almost shoot them. Yeah, they, but they come in. But nothing says 1984 like the cops kicking the front door. We got a guns out, and they're going to shoot on a white guy dressed like a Santa Claus breaking in the house, um, who happened to have a 25 foot ladder with him. All right, where we go? So um, okay, so after this, uh, he witnesses. A, okay, so this is when we then see the kids sledding. Yeah, I mean that's another scene uh, that I, that I, scene. If that scene had been cut. I think that could have been what was cut, but that's actually in the movie. That's the weird yeah. part. Like they cut scenes. I'm like, why I mean, we cut that? And left just that so, in? just so he can kill somebody else. Well, I think it's showing that he's going to. The, he's still it, on, his he's way, on his way. On his yeah. way. And what happens? He comes across two kids who are going to sledding, and then the bullies take the sleds from him. The first kid gets down the hill. The one who's the real bully comes down, and he just chops his head off with an axe. Yeah, Again, head, another famous scene. Right, the headless sledman. And what happens? The the sled gets there, has no head. It falls over, and the head comes rolling, rolling down, down after. I mean, this um, would, that would have been more appropriate for Halloween. Yeah, but well, but again, but it's a but it's a great scene. Oh, it's awesome, and 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 the effects look good. The you know the thing is obviously like the head looks real, everything looks good. So 
um, obviously by the next morning, right? Because now the the, the the orphanage is then secured um, by Officer Barnes and Captain Richards, but by the aid of Sister Margaret, um, and, and she's and who she's, knows Billy's committing the murder, right? And she's worried now. She goes now. Who is the next on the list? And it looks like it's Mother Superior, right? So what happens is they, they as they're getting there, right? They see someone dressed as Santa Claus walking towards the kids who are outside right. playing, and. At this point, you're like, okay, it can't be Billy. It's like, a long shot. It's a long, it's but I'm saying, a long but you, shot. But as, but as, as, as a horror fan, I know it can't be, be Billy. Billy. If I'm in the theaters, I'm thinking like, really? You have him just walk up? Maybe. Like, so you you have to doubt this. After, if they hadn't given us the red herring with the dad the night right. before, you might have bought that it was Billy. Right. But you had to figure it wasn't Billy. Because Billy's not going to walk right up to the kids. So, of course, he has his hands out the kid. And the cop's like, freeze, stop moving, and pulls his gun and blows him away. Right. And what happens? The blood splatters all over Ricky's face. That's his brother. Oh, okay. Okay? Ricky's covered in blood. And they shoot the deaf priest, who, uh, what's his name? Father Father O'Brien. Father O'Brien. Right, because we got to, you know. And the thing is, that, that was the, and they made sure that, see, that was another one. Of the, that was a good continuity thing. Because they say, why didn't they just, why didn't he call and say, stop, stop? Well, the priest is deaf. Yeah. Well, and, and, and again, that's what I'm saying. This is where this, if, if the movie had ended in, in the toy store with a gunfight or something like that, you'd be like, okay, it's nothing memorable. This is why this movie's better than it, it's better than it should be. Like, it's more than the sum of what you think these parts should be. Little things like that really right. make sense. And now you have Mother Superior, who's now wheelchair bound all these years, you know, 10 years later. So she can't get away. So they tell her, lock inside. Don't let anyone in. Don't let anyone in. Unless you know who they are, exactly who they are. Okay, so they're inside. She's going to make them sing songs. No one wants to sing. Literally just saw Santa Claus gunned down in front of them. But let's sing. So what happens? The cop who's there, Billy lures him in. Uh, He turns around. Whack! Kills him. He's down the stairs. Now there's no cops there. The one cop who secured the place isn't there yet. is, Is now dead. Billy's there. He goes to the front door. The little girl lets him in. Mother Charles says, no, no. But it's Santa Claus. Oh, the little boy, excuse me, lets him in. And, and now you're like, okay, this is where we're coming to a head. And I know some of you might not believe me that Mother Superior is the evil in this movie, but she's the one in not meaning to be has caused him to be so, if he had ever gotten true help, right? right? And he went like this. Psychological help. That, right, got real help when he was a kid and then turned to be a killer. Then we're talking Halloween ripoff is all this is. This movie is not Halloween. And I think that's what people, some like people say too, well, it's just Halloween. It's no, not. No. It's not because he never gets help. Michael murders his sister and then goes away until he's wherever old he is when he returns in 1978. Literally, this movie is not like that. They don't get him help. They just whoop him until you can act well. So you beat the kid in submission. You're causing it to be worse. worse. So here he comes in and now he's going to, he, uh, uh, he, gained, he comes in. He confronts Mother Superior's in a wheelchair. Um, uh, she taunts Billy due to his his her disbelief in Santa Claus and says Santa Claus isn't real. And he pulls back the axe to kill her. And that's when Detective Richards kills him, right? Um, and 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 what happens obviously as uh, um, Mother Mother I mean, not mean Mother Superior is sitting in the chair. She can't get away. Sister Margaret doesn't want him to be killed, but she kills him. And now. He falls to the ground and he, goes, and he says, you're safe now. Santa Claus is, is gone. And he's he's dying, right? And the kids gather around. What happens? Ricky, now, and that's that's why the movie has to have Ricky in it, just says naughty at the end. Oh, and that's how part two is going to begin because Ricky's the killer in two and three. Okay. Sorry, spoiler alert. They're not very good. Ricky's the killer in two and three. 
and then four and five have nothing to do with it. So you just made my day, Jake, because I didn't, I yeah. didn't, I didn't catch that at the beginning. Well, because it, it's, it's it's little. They yeah. they call him Ricky. Yeah. His name, and, and he said your brother in that one scene. Yeah. But like he's not in it very much. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know the kid's name was Ricky. Yeah. You know, well, they don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is that to me, well, the mother says it real quick to the grandfather, but at that point, you're still trying to figure out what's right, going, what's on, going yeah. on. So, um, yeah, folks, and then that's how the movie ends. And then again, they're gonna say sequels two, part two, and three have are, are where Ricky is now gonna be the killer. They are bad. Um, that's where Garbage Day, Luke will know what that is, is from. Uh, but it's they're not good. I mean, yeah. they're, I mean, I've seen them, I own them, I own all the sequels. Uh, it's just like, it's not like you're saying to me, Oh, well, I can't wait for the second one's going to be better. It's not, this no. is the best this series got. I mean, it's just formulaic at that point, right? Yeah, well, it, it's even I mean, worse than that. I, I they, haven't seen it. It's more, oh, you're not missing anything. It's more tongue in cheek. It's more, oh. it's like not say slapsticky, but it's like, it's more like, ugh, really, ugh, really like it just becomes just, it's, it's like a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. It just gets less oh. and less and less. Yeah. And then they made the remake, which we did last year, called Silent Night, which I actually like a lot. I know a lot of people don't like that movie. They say it's oh, because it, 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 there, there's the whole idea of the – I mean, he's he, he's killing them all with the flamethrower. That's what we watched last year. Remember? Right. I mean, oh, yeah. And, and when they're shooting the porn and they're like – it's like, well, this movie is disgusting. It's like um, they're showing you that life is disgusting and this person is now killing them. Now, it's not the same – it's not somebody who, I mean, he, it's different why he's killing people and stuff like that, but it's still the same idea. And then Jamie Kennedy and, uh, uh, or, yeah, I mean, Jamie, no, not Jamie King, not Jamie Kennedy, Jamie King in that movie, she's, you know, becomes heroic at the end and all this stuff. And that movie's really good, but overlooked and no one cares about it because, oh, it can just be this stupid movie. And literally the cover is, and how about this? The post for that movie is Santa Claus with a flamethrower. But no one says a word about yeah, that because because no one cares anymore, right? Well, you know what? You know why nobody cares anymore? Huh? Like it, this is this is 2019. There's already been, according to to the, to the news, almost a hundred uh, shootings at yes, schools yes. and at malls and I stuff. Know. And so the kids, the, the matter of fact, that the, the, I'm sure even Haley goes through this in school, and so does Luke's kids. That they do drills, yeah. what to do if there's an, an active, active shooter. shooter. Yes, and my and. And the problem is, as I told Haley when she was in kindergarten, and even when she was younger, and younger they were a lot, they were like little, little kids. She had the kindergarten. I said, your job is to not worry about anyone else, but your job is to get as small as possible and hide and don't move and put as many things between you and whoever might be hurting you. And it's and is it horrible that I need to tell a five year old right. that? Yeah. Yes, at four years old I had to tell her. She's four years old, yeah. and I'm telling her she needs to. And and what happens? And the, the, the elementary schools, they're like, okay, well, there's a bunny. We have to be real quiet. And Haley goes, this isn't a bunny drill. This is an active shooter drill. Sure. And they're like, is your parent, one of your parents a teacher? She goes, yes, and I know what to do. And all the other kids think it's a big joke. And yeah. they wind up getting in trouble. And here's Haley hiding under coats in a cubby where you wouldn't even know she's there. Because, I mean, the, but the, that's life. The and thing it's is, scary think of, that the, that's life. Right, the thing about active shooters, that, that's reality. Yeah. You, you know what I went through in the 50s? Duck and cover. Duck right? and cover in case there was a nuclear bomb. Right, because under your desk was going to save, save you from you. the fallout right. ripping through your building. Right. Um, so, uh, folks, well, you know, again, to me, this is, I mean, I, I mean, I, this movie's, it's a great Christmas slasher movie, horror movie. If this is not a great Christmas movie per se, no. but this is a, a for, for holiday killer movies, I like this one a lot. It is not everyone's cup of tea. Some of you will hate this movie with a passion. That's okay. It's not supposed to be for everyone. That's the idea. But if you like horror movies and you haven't seen this one yet, and this, 
And for those of you who listen to us and you're like, man, I like when you guys talk about the 50s and 60s movies, the big bugs and whatever. This could not be further from that. There's a lot of nudity. There's killing. There's some harsh language. There's some situations that are not made for kids. This is why we like, I mean, I like this movie. That's why I like this. Is is this like Santa's sleigh, the one we did a couple of years ago with Goldberg, where it's kind of like yeah. cheesy and cheesy, stuff? Right. No, but that movie's that movie has its it's it's like it's just silly. First of all, that there's a Jewish man playing uh, Santa Claus, <laughs> and that he murders a lot of Jewish people in the opening scene when they're at Christmas dinner. That aside, but I'm saying Santa's sleigh is kind of silly, right? Kind of thing. You have a good time with it. It's not boring. This has got something to say about. The abuse that happens right, when, 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 you, when you don't treat mental illness well. There's a right. lot of things here that maybe the director may not have been in-depth enough. The guy who gave us Grizzly Adams maybe is not in-depth enough to realize he was saying. But he literally was talking about here was what, mental illness is not something to be ignored. If there's you, you have traumas in your life, you need to get in dealt with. Those are things we deal with on an everyday basis now in 2019 that literally we have children who at the age of what he is in this movie when he was a kid who have had less than this happen in their life who have to have therapy otherwise they can't function right and and again it's it's the movie takes place at a different time and i understand things are different in the 70s and the in the 80s and stuff but again you can still appreciate that now we keep talking about uh the different releases now you have what's that the anchor bay let me see your dvd blu-ray for a second we see it's the okay so dad has the the anchor bay one this is the one that was i originally had the 30th anniversary right and i gave it to dad when i got the new shout factory one so the 2014 Anchor Bay, the Blu-ray, uh, Anchor Bay slash Star Entertainment 30th anniversary. It doesn't have a ton of special features on here, um, but it has the 85-minute cut of the movie. Then what happened was um, a few years later in 2017, so Shout Factory under its Scream Factory label put out a 4K restoration. So the version I watch is even cleaner than that version, right. which is hard to do because that's pretty clean. And that's got a whole lot of features. It actually... Uh, uh, has uh, Slay the Slay Bells Ring, the story of Silent Dead Night, which is it got interviews with the cast and crew, all the trailers, etc. And um, what happens is Shaft Factory released a limited edition deluxe offer to contain the collector's edition along with a poster uh, of the artwork and an eight-inch tall figure of Billy in a Santa Claus suit holding a double edge. So there's actually a statue of Billy in the eight-inch. And I almost bought that one instead of buying the one I have. And I was like, mm, do I want to spend the extra 30-whatever dollars? Yeah. At the time, I thought, no. That's kind of a lot to spend on a figure. It turns out the figure is actually worth a good chunk of change, so it might have been a good idea. But again, it's fine. I mean, a guy, you know. So, um, but it, it and those were all you had. To, it was only limited to two thousand. You had to pre-order it. But at the, back in two thousand seventeen, I'm like, do I really need that? I, mean, I guess got the movie. It's a really good transfer. So, um, it's available, folks. You can get the one my dad has probably for like seven, eight bucks on Amazon and eBay. Probably seven, right. eight bucks. Um, the special edition one from Shout Factory will probably run you. I bet I got mine for 15 because I probably didn't pre-order it. I probably got mine for 15 later on. It's probably 15 or so bucks. You probably can get one. Um, if you want it brand new, like, I mean, I'm sure at prime shipping, you get it for like, you know, 18, $19. Um, it's well worth the money. If you're into this stuff, if you don't like these kind of movies, yeah, then, I, I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, um, it's not like a movie I can say, Hey, let's throw this on. And like, I certainly wouldn't watch this with the girls. And this isn't on uh, Netflix or anything like that. Unfortunately right? it's not on it. I, I thought it used to be on prime video. At least the 82 yeah. minute version was on prime video. As of right now, it's not things come on and off prime video all the time. So if you're in the, like, look for it, you might be able to find a scratched up copy maybe on YouTube, but I don't think so. Now the shop factory involved shout factory sometimes will have right through their site. Um, they'll have Halloween movies and stuff. You can stream through their site. You can't yeah. download them or anything, but you can stream them. They do that for Misty a lot. A lot of Misty's and things are on there. 
Um, but again, it's available if you want to go see it. And to me, I think it's worth checking out. It's worth spending the time if you like those kind of movies. If you don't like slasher movies, if you don't want to see, uh, you know, people get, you know, cut up and whatever. I mean, there's a good story there, too. But if if violence and blood bother you, then maybe this is a pass. Um, but to me, I, that's kind of stuff I watch. And I like that kind of stuff. The obviously this is not, again, like I said, this is not a movie I'd watch with the girls. Uh, many movies I watch with them. In fact, they watched. I mean, uh, Haley watched Upgrade with me, no problem in there. I mean, there's some violence in there and some, you know, stuff that's a little out there. And they also watched uh, um, Overlord with me. Overlord, yeah. And, and what bothered them the most in that movie was the planes getting shot down in the beginning. That bothered them more than anything else. Um, they, when they, we saw Crawl in the movie theater. They jump every time they alligate, the crocodile comes or whatever, yeah. but they're supposed to. But literally, this is not for all ages. This isn't for little kids. This isn't like, you know, where Santa Slay, you can get away with it because it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of cheesy and whatever. This is not that. It's a lot like the one we watched last year, which is the remake of this. It's not for kids. And, and uh, I mean, I can't stress that enough. I know some people think that their kids can watch anything. But as the guy who lets his daughter watch anything, I won't let her watch this just yet because she's not ready for the, the, the nudity and the violence that occurs around the nudity and stuff like that. There's other things there. So all those protests back in the day, which never saw the movie, right? right. They couldn't even point to say, hey, look, they're depicting – Anytime people are having sex is something that's punishable. They didn't even know that was in the movie. No. They were just boycotting a Santa Claus Santa with an axe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, that, you know, as for Haley, I, the worst part of the movie is the beginning. I mean, no, she's a very sensitive little girl. Yeah. And and, to, and she's, the first thing she's going to say is, what, what happened to the little baby? Yeah, but that's why I'm saying, that's why yeah, I wouldn't let her watch yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's not that she wouldn't understand that, there, that there's a, a, what do you call, a, a guy dresses like Santa Claus as a killer. Like, that doesn't, oh, yeah. that, that'd be okay to her. Like she gets that, what she would have a hard time with is the stuff that bothered me. Yeah. And because, you know, do I have a daughter who's unlike most other eight, nine, 10 year olds? Yeah. I mean, she watches stuff, but she also looks at a movie and goes, okay, this is CG. Like right. she looks and picks it out. She goes, this is physical. She goes, or even more than that, do we know the people who made this? And I'm like, no, I don't actually know these people. Oh, okay. Like, cause she wants to know, are these people that she's met? I mean, again, right. there's a little girl who talks to special effects artists. Like they're nothing and just treats them like George Shell. She's yeah. like, she just flippantly talks to him. Like she's I'm done talking to you. I'm going to go talk to Sandy Kalara now. Yeah, and doing? just walks away. Like she doesn't. <laughs> is, and, and, and I'm like, oh boy. Okay. I mean, to yeah. her, literally, she loved, Casey Love, she loves talking to him. Because they because he comes down and talks to her about things. She's talking about models and sculpture. She's talking about the man's sculptures in front of her. She goes, I like how you did the teeth on this. And I don't know about that note. I'm like, she's what at that time? Five, five six, six years yeah, old yep. and she's talking to somebody who does this for i don't know a living yeah. you know but that's what i'm saying but to her she looks things differently but i she, wouldn't let her watch it well she didn't come with us to no not this to year yeah. but uh, she had met greg micotero i mean she well was, no she would have, she would have said to him yes i like I, your I, zombies I, are very good i saw this movie that you did right and but like i'm paying it but she didn't have a problem doing that because to her she understands what makeups are and stuff like right. that what goes yeah. into it a movie like this is not that it's not a creature feature. This isn't zombies. This isn't no. whatever. This is real, re, not real as in really real, but like realistic in more of a sense of being realistic. Yeah, I, Things I, in this movie could happen. Yeah, I mean, to me, this movie was, was uh, I, I loved, I like this movie an, an awful lot more than I do even some of the Halloweens or the others because they're, mm-hmm. or especially the, the, the Friday the 13th. Yeah. And and even the, the Jason Voorhees. Because That's those, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th. Cause, thing. Cause, yeah, because all they are, they're just, they're just, uh, you know, killing for killing's sake. Uh, they, 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 
bring out the purient uh, view of of a lot of people. This one here had a story, mm -hmm. and it made you think. Yeah. And the reason why we spent so much time on this is that it's not just your average slasher yeah. movie. Yeah. So, all right, folks. So, um, you know, again, this is our Christmas episode. We hope everyone has a great holiday <laughs> season. Well, this is what we do on Christmas, Ted. So, hopefully, everyone had had a, a great holiday season. Hopefully, you get to listen to this. Um, as always, you know, like we we try to be here. You know, we're trying to bring you. Um, you know, we always tell you we'll get you at least 13 episodes a year. I think this year we might get close to 20 um, episodes. And again, Dad and I, or if Luke's on with me, or if Jonathan Nimbody's on with me, all of us, you know, we really love, uh, you know, the, the support you guys give us and the support you give to our sister shows, obviously on the network and our, you know, our shows like uh, Jonathan Nimbody's on, you know, X Meets Y when I'm on there. You guys are supportive of him. And, uh, you know, anything like that. We love hearing from you. Maybe, you, did you go see this in 84? Were you one of the people who got in in the couple of weeks when it was a lot around and saw it? Do you remember the controversy? I mean, I remember it as a kid, but maybe you were a teenager, remember? Maybe you were a teenager going, man, I really got to see this now, right? Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Um, of course, guys, you know, you know we have an end of the year episode coming up, but I'm not telling you what that is. That's a complete surprise. But Dad and I will be back in January because 2020 is... Uh, I know there's a lot of people making jokes about already about something, but we figured we got to start the year off with something that is like, it can't just be some blase, <laughs> nothing. We got to start the year off with something that we kind of kick it off. So we're going to talk about Iron Sky, the original Iron Sky. And here's the thing. So those of you who want to watch before you listen, I, I, you should, you need to, right. if you don't watch Iron Sky first, either version. Now I'm going to say this now and you'll hear me say it during the episode. I'm telling you right now, watch the regular, the theatrical cut of Iron Sky first. If you enjoy it and you're like, wow, it's really good, then watch a director's cut because the director's cut is way better. If you just watch a director's cut, you might not appreciate how much more the story they put in, but you truly have to understand what the story is to Iron Sky first, and then the director's cut is way better. I, in fact, I purposely watched both. I watched both preparing for this. Uh, when, 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 we, when we get ready, I started getting ready to watch movies at this time because we're getting towards recording. I watched the regular version, then I watched the director's cut. And I was like, man, I forgot how, much, how good the director's cut is. But the regular version is great too. If you haven't seen it, please watch it because literally we will ruin this movie otherwise because you've got to know what's happening. Yeah. And it's unlike, I can't think of another movie. I'm trying to think of another movie like Iron Sky. It's just, it's weird and funny at times and super serious and graphic and all these things it's just really cool so um but that's what's gonna that's what we have coming for you in january next year of course we have a whole slew of movies and stuff anything you guys feedback wise you know again you know feedback on either episodes or even if you have ideas and stuff we'd love to hear them from you guys all right guys so dad are we i think we're good for yep, i mean this was this was this was a pleasure to watch this yeah. uh um I, I i can understand the controversy but uh I mean, and it's a shame that this guy. This is this is his one thing, and then he did Grizzly Adams. Well, he he's got a lot of TV stuff. Yeah, but, but he mean, didn't but, do any lot of movies. I think he did Mutilators. Yeah, also, you know, it might have been that he got. I don't want to say that he was nope. ostracized for nope. doing this. Nope, that's but, not to do with it. But he literally, uh, just he did he did TV because that's where his money yeah, was. So it's a one hit wonder. Well, because it's making him money. Yeah. yeah. But if this had run its full course, it made a lot of money, yeah. maybe another shot. But you don't. He he made this. And I'm pretty sure he made the Mutilators also. But like literally, it's a movie you've never even heard of, right? right. Yeah, it's not good. So that's the problem is he does he didn't make because there wasn't money to be made in slash there's money to be made in slasher movies if you have people backing you. If you don't have people backing you, you just pick TV movies and you make yeah. lots of money there. So all right, folks. So in so dad will be back with me in January. So until then, keep those cards and letters coming.
and keep watching the skies. This is Tokyo, once a city of six million people. What has happened here was caused by a force which up until a few days ago was entirely beyond the scope of man's imagination. Tokyo, a smoldering memorial to the unknown. An unknown which at this very moment still prevails and could at any time lash out with its terrible destruction anywhere else in the world. Hi folks, Luke Giaconetti here. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Do you like giant monsters? Or as they're called in Japan, Daikaiju? Monsters like Godzilla, Rodan, Gamera, King Ghidorah, or Mothra? Do you like more obscure monsters, such as Gappa or Yangari? Do you like giant heroes like Ultraman, or super robots like the Shogun Warriors? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then I think you might like my podcast, Earth Destruction Directive. I'm a dedicated fan of all things Daikaiju, and I'd like to share that with all of you. Please check out Earth Destruction Directive at twotruefreaks.com. Earth Destruction Directive, where we turn your Daikaiju dreams into city-smashing reality. This has been an episode of Bots, Bugs, and Babes, the B-Movie Podcast. If you'd like to contact me, please email the show at bots bugsbabes at gmail.com If you'd like to find me online, I'm on Facebook under my name, Jason Jacknetti. I often contribute to the Two True Freaks Facebook group. You can visit my Facebook page, The Art of Horror Collective, and you can search the hashtag, The Art of Horror Collective. On Instagram, find me under my name, Jason Jacknetti, and search the hashtag, The Art of Horror Collective, as well as the new hashtag, BotsBugsBabesPodcast. I'm the only one using them. I'm also on Twitter at Jason Giaconetti, and you can visit my webpage at www.theartofhorrorcollective.wordpress.com. All movies, characters, stories, music, etc. are properties of their respective holders. This is a fan work, and any use of any property is purely for review, discussion, entertainment. So don't sue me. I ain't got anything anyway. There is no tomorrow! There is no tomorrow! There is no tomorrow! Will you stop?